Sports Call Live from SEC Media Days on Radio Row, the College Football Hall of Fame here in Atlanta. J.J. Jackson and Brooks Childress with Alyssa Lang from ESPN and the SEC Network. Alyssa, it's so good to see you. Here we are, football season's right around the corner. I was going to say, every time I get to sit down with you guys, I know that the season is coming, yeah. and it's coming fast, and it's the best time of year because I don't know how it feels for you guys, but when I'm here this week, I legitimately think there's a game on Saturday. Yeah. Like, I feel like the season is starting this weekend, and then it's kind of a punch in the gut when you go home, and it's still another month or so until yeah. the actual season starts. But we're getting closer. We're getting there. Best time of the year, hands down. And here we are in the College Football Hall of Fame. I mean, the setup here, Radio Row was in other locations, uh, the last stop mm -hmm. here in Atlanta, and, and what an aesthetic it is for us to be able to conduct interviews like this. I was going to say, I've never actually been in here. Yeah. I've never <laughs> been to the College Football Hall of Fame. I've obviously been to Atlanta for SEC championship games and for bowl games and all these things, but I've never actually gotten to walk through here. And it kind of gives you chills, especially yeah. knowing that as we sit here, college football is changing all around us and has been for the last couple of months and will be for the next couple of months and years to come, knowing what a big factor the SEC is in making those decisions. Like, there's no better place to be in this moment right now than sitting here at the College Football Hall of Fame getting ready for the season. And where we're located here towards the back, we're right underneath the Iron Bowl, uh, which oh, is great yeah. for, for our that. Auburn audience. How did that – I mean, just – Stars and align. You're, you're for looking that to at take a McElroy place. quote. Right. How does that feel? Wow. There's a, a little McElroy different quote. for us. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> as, as you look at Auburn going into the season, it's so interesting to hear outsiders' perspective because there's a lot of conversation mm -hmm. on Brian Harson already after year one. A lot of folks in, a lot of folks already out. Where does Alyssa Lang sit? You know, I have a show on SiriusXM during the week, throughout the season, and then throughout the offseason, and I have stayed true in this opinion, and I still believe this to this moment right now. I feel like the criticism and the early jumping on Brian Harson was never fair. I mean, this, this is a tough job. This is arguably one of the top three toughest jobs in college football. I mean, certainly in the SEC. You guys know we worked with Gene Chizik for several years. He's back in the coaching ranks now over at North Carolina, and he would often refer to this job as a pressure cooker. The expectations are high. The fan base always is, knows everything that's going on. Like You cannot pull anything over any Auburn's fans' eyes because they are intelligent football fans who are constantly 24-7 dialed in. I never felt like the criticism of Brian Harson was fair as early as it came. I mean, we're talking about is a coach on a hot seat six games into his very first year that's, that's ridiculous to me like we knew that Auburn had issues to fix and we know that they still do now I think Brian Harson has an opportunity here to win over some of those fans because we know you're not always all the way out right like you mentioned some fans are in some fans are out what gets those fans back in winning football <laughs> games especially if you can get competitive with Alabama once again this year I, I mean that's all it comes down to. So I think some of this off-the-field conversations that we were having about Brian Harson again, I, I thought that was very unfair, too. It's like, give the guy a chance. You have to give him time. And if it doesn't work out, you move on. But at this point, a year and a half, we're not even started his second season yet. Like The hot seat conversation to me is crazy. I'm looking forward to seeing if he can come out and punch some folks in the mouth this season because when Auburn football is good, it's good for the rest of the SEC, not just the West, the entire conference. When we're going into Iron Bowl week saying, we don't know what's yeah. going to happen, like that's the best best situation we could be in, if you will, in college football. And, Alyssa, you kind of answered my next question a little bit there, but I want you to go in a little more detail. What do you think that Harson overall, besides being – 
competitive with Alabama needs to do to win over those fans because we, you know, we're in it every single day. We know there's a lot of skepticism going on with this uh, Harson regime. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting question because I, I was doing an interview earlier today and we were talking about a similar situation. And I mentioned, you know, coaches coming in and breathing life back into programs. And you look at, for example, also in the SEC West, Sam Pittman at Arkansas. And his first season, I mean, they hit the ground running. Arkansas fans are excited. They're filling the stadium again. There's excitement around this program. They lost a lot of close games. I think Pittman only ended up winning three games his very first season, but there's this renewed sense of optimism. That won't exactly cut it at Auburn, right? Like winning three games is not going to be looked at as a victory for Brian Harson at all. I think obviously becoming bowl eligible is very important for Harson, but I think just showing improvement in the sense that you're putting an exciting product on the field, right? I mean, you look at Josh Heupel at Tennessee. Tennessee fans were pretty maybe negative going into the next coaching regime, and then all of a sudden they're scoring 40 points a game, and they're going, okay, this is fun. Like, we could do this. So, you know, I think it's a general where are we going under Brian Harson? There's so many questions to be answered. Obviously, when it comes to the quarterback situation, how is he going to handle that? I think that's going to show us a lot when it comes to who he goes with and then how long he goes with whoever he names QB1. So uh, I think there are a lot of different ways that he can go about turning things around in the second year, but at the very, very, very base level, win six or seven football games, and I think we're avoiding having this conversation. When you look at uh, you know preseason looking at this team, I know everyone puts out magazines that says this this part of the uh, side of the ball is better. This, What do you think is Auburn's strength going into this year? Oh, I mean, obviously uh, last season I think there was a lot to be said about the defensive performances that Auburn put out. I mean, you look at an Auburn football team, especially you go back to a couple of years ago and you look at some of those guys who got drafted to play on Sundays, you're going, okay, yeah, Auburn always has the these big uglies on the <laughs> defensive line and you come to expect that so uh, you know as much as we make a big deal out of offenses changing across the SEC I think that's sort of become our expectation of Auburn is just having this nasty defense that nobody wants to deal with so that's what I expect and certainly with all the questions offensively you kind of lean on that defense to take a little bit more of the pressure off obviously right so you know you start the season and there's so many ups and downs and you don't exactly know the identity of your team week one really even week two so if Brian Harson puts out a defense that can show us that they can go out there and help the offense a little bit and maybe get some takeaways maybe score some points on that side of the ball we're looking at an Auburn team that could end up being a bit of a threat so defensively I think is where their biggest strength is going to be at least at this point before we know where all these pieces are going to be on the offense. Alyssa Lang's here with us from ESPN and the SEC Network and Alyssa let's wrap with this really significant news in the SEC this week that they've announced a partnership with Bush's Baked Beans which is outstanding. Yep. Later this week, we're going to get a chance to chat with Roger McCreary, our own Auburn Tiger, who signed a partnership with Bushes. He eats two bowls of beans before what? playing in every single game. Oh, my gosh. Which is just crazy to think about. But I know that you were also pretty excited about this news. Maybe I need to start doing that before <laughs> yeah. broadcasts. I mean, like, Roger McCreary, if, he, if it's good enough exactly. for him, like, it's good enough for me. Yes. No, I'm so excited. And the fact that uh, it involves dogs, obviously, right. is a great spot. Sponsorship as well, but I actually was given 
a can of Bush's beans this morning with my name on it. Wow. And I don't think I've ever received something as cool in my entire life <laughs> as a customized ba- can of Bush's baked beans. So I, it might go on my mantle. I don't know. Like, uh, where, do, where do you put that? <laughs> yeah. like, uh, it has to be front and center. So we're so excited. Um, they're a great, great sponsorship, great partner uh, that's hand in hand with the kind of things we, we do in the SEC with food and tailgating and all that stuff because who doesn't want baked beans on their plate? No kidding. <laughs> well, Alyssa, the time is always great spending with you, whether it's here in person or over the phone. Uh, it's always good to catch up with you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. That's Alyssa Lang joining us here on Sports Call.